welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to this series on the poison and antidote of rejection. Uh, We have been walking through a number of interesting facts about rejection, but we started out with a list of ways in which you can diagnose if this is an issue for you or not. But I would encourage you to stay with us long term as we work through uh, the science behind rejection. And when I say science, I'm referring to how your brain is acting, how your your neurochemistry is is behaving, why it behaves the way that it does, and how we can uh, utilize the right actions and the right mindsets and the right habits from the second you open your eyes to you close your eyes at night to uh, reverse much of that and and even replace it with new habits and mindsets that can send you in uh, um, a very, very good, a very positive and a very productive direction. And that's what this is all about. Now, I did emphasize the fact that when it comes to rejection, it can be incredibly painful. In fact, we mentioned yesterday that it elicits the same centers of the brain pain-wise as physical pain, which Now you amplify that with the emotional state that we get in when we think about rejection or revisit rejection uh, or endure it. And and now you really got a toxic, toxic mix that can come against us from many directions. So this is really um, an important thing to address. So I'm going to pick up where I left off yesterday in discussing, you know, some of the characteristics of rejection and pulling some information from psychology today. But I'm also, um, uh, you know, ad-libbing, obviously, my own knowledge and studies of human behavior. Um, and and I, I, I enjoy talking about things like this because I love to see people win. I love to see people get victory over it. So I'm hoping that this series is going to bring you that. All right. <clears throat> We've all had it. We've all been through times of rejection. We've all suffered some kind of rejection in our lives. And whether it's from our youngest years that we can remember... Uh, to our current day, um, whether it's a career thing or a relationship thing or, or something else, um, maybe, you know, in your culture, we can all get past this. And if we don't, it can be very crippling. So rejection can affect our need to belong. Now, now when I say that, I don't say that like it's just a sentence. I say it like it's a thing. Okay, so we all have a need to belong. We all have uh, a, a necessary means to feel significant. All right, um, we we all have to have a fundamental need to belong to something or to contribute back to something or to be a part of something important. And you know, especially when it comes to family ties, they're almost irreplaceable. And when we get rejected, this need becomes uh, destabilized and the disconnection we feel just adds to the emotional pain we're already in. So reconnecting with those who love us or reaching out to groups where we can feel an affinity uh, that we're valued, you know, that we're accepted, it can really help, okay? Uh, staying alone and disconnected is is can be devastating, all right? And, and it has a often overlooked impact on our behavior. In other words, we don't even realize that 
by isolating ourselves, which is what we might you know, and tend to do when we're rejected, it's only going to make it worse. So decide that you're not going to allow yourself to sink into that kind of an abyss. Um, you know, whether you can connect through Zoom calls, which I know uh, we're very prohibited nowadays in some of the ways we can connect, phone calls, Zoom calls, or whatever you have, you, you know, maybe you've got a FaceTime on your phone, or maybe you've got, uh, um, you know, Facebook Messenger, you can click on a video there, or maybe you can seek out some professional help and get some support that way, or maybe get a mentor or a coach. Um, there's so many ways you can go about it, but you definitely don't want to allow yourself to get in a, in a state where, um, you know, you're liable to fall down that terrible slippery slope of feeling absolutely isolated and alone, okay? In fact, uh, rejection creates surges of anger and aggression, and here's from the psychology today here. Uh, in 2001, the Surgeon General of the United States issued a report stating that rejection was a greater risk for adolescent violence than drugs, poverty, or gang membership. Wow. Now, there's a big statement to make. The pain is just too great, okay? Um, countless studies have demonstrated that even mild rejections lead people to take out their aggression on innocent bystanders. School shootings, violence against women, and fired workers going postal are other examples of the strong link between rejection and aggression. Um, so now I, I, I don't want you to be discouraged by that. I know that's kind of a really scary, ugly fact. But uh, the, the point of this is, is however we can uh, contribute to making someone feel valued and accepted, uh, the better we're going to make the world and avoid situations like that. In fact, um, I can think of some great instances that I've heard of even in the past couple of years that really stood out to me. A uh, teacher decided that you know she was going to take on this you know end of rejection thing and had handed out sticky note pads to every single student and they all had to go through the hallways and say something nice about another student and stick it on their locker and um and then when it was all finished everybody had all these wonderful sticky notes all over their lockers with nice things said now not only did it help the students that did that but it actually helped the students receiving it uh you can you know if it's if it's you have influence over the person whether it's your child or somebody that's you know maybe dealing with some rejection then by all means please go out of your way to create notes or um, or quotes or, or something. Do something on their mirror in the morning or on their lunchbox or however you can to encourage them. And look for opportunities to praise them and help them feel accepted. And, and if, there's, if there's more you can do beyond that outside of the four walls of your house, even better, okay? Um, we, we, do need to, we do need to be very aware that people that are feeling rejected can become dangerous to themselves and to others. And we should take whatever action we can to uh, contribute to showing that person their value. All right, well, this is Michelle Steffes, and I'm continuing in this series. It's kind of an ongoing, I guess, long string of information here as they bleed one into the other. Please come back and join us again tomorrow as we talk about the poison and antidote of rejection. And this is Reframe and Rewire. Thank you for joining. <laughs>